Well, all right. This is the uh, Captain's Long, Captain T-Bone Short. I just thought about something. I haven't thought about it in a minute, but, uh, you know, I was driving around doing some Saturday errands. We're going to do a radio show tonight. We're in the B-City, Oakland, California. Buildings uh, going up. You know, they're trying, man. They're really trying to be like San Francisco, but uh, they'll never be. And uh, I, it'll always be the, you know, the the Oakland mud. Uh, I think it's that moniker will stick, you know. I think, like, whatever, Santana, Tower Power, fucking uh, Neurosis, like all these, like, notorious bands from... Uh, from Oakland, I guess Santana's from San Francisco, but whatever. The idea is that, like, you know, there's something about it that uh, it'll always like have its character, and uh, the corruption of money, and you know, the boom city kind of thing. Uh, it just infects, you know, the economy. Uh, or I guess the way the people that want the way people want to make the economy work. But anyways, being over here, I uh, was remembering uh, my stepfather, and uh, I think my roots in radio go back to uh, him because he was a you know he was the kind of guy that had his workshop, you know, and he would fix old televisions, and you know he had a wall of like LPs he would constantly collect and you know the smell of uh solder you know and the smoke kind of like drifting up through like a table lamp or whatever was just ever present and then like you know the sound of like Grateful Dead or some like like obscure bluegrass was always on the radio um and uh I knew that man for many years you know I was um you know, his, like, shitty stepson uh, in my youth. Um, but he was a neat guy, man. You know, I remember uh, going to, um, he would take me out. I remember in the Midwest, I can't even remember exactly where, but he would take me out uh, over on overnight trips, and uh, we would, uh, he was there, like, fixing radio towers. He'd actually climb, he'd put on the harnesses and, you know, climb these towers, I remember watching him do it, and then they were, like, overnight trips sometimes, and one time I remember even, like, sleeping in, um, a radio station, like, the fucking transmitter area, you know, where all the electric, like, I remember curling up in, like, this fucking aluminum grid thing underneath all these, like, I don't know what they were, I mean, just, you know, transformers and shit like that, like, one of these weird kind of, uh, center block buildings out in the middle of nowhere that just has a big power line connected to it, and then it just runs out to, uh, whatever, uh, the, the radio tower itself, um, but anyways, I guess the point I'm trying to get at is, like, there's a point in your life when you're young and the world is new, you know, and then there's these characters, and I'm speaking specifically of men, I mean, you know, right now, but, like, this can apply to women, too, I suppose. Uh, 
there's a time in your life when you're young and and then there's a time when you know you kind of drift into obscurity you know you kind of like settle into like who you are what it is that you're doing whether it's like your job or you know your family or the things that sort of make your ego and then you just become this entity you know like you become like dave you're like and like i wonder what that cat's doing now you know like i remember him in his young life but you know at some point you just become that guy that like hides away in your garage or whatever like tinkering on whatever it is you're into like model airplanes or radios or weird electronics or something like that and then that becomes you know that defines like it seems like decades like the time gets lost the sense of like time being present and me being meaningful it sort of like just transforms into you know like uh, like a time warp like an oblivion in a way or something you know where it doesn't matter anymore you just become this entity and i don't know decades can go by where you do that and then and then all of a sudden you go to a garage sale and then you have all this weird shit that like somebody had like been invested with their whole life or that part of their life where they uh i don't know where they just drifted into obscurity but you know there's people like that all over the country you know and uh all over the world probably where you know that becomes who they are at some point you know you're either that weird uh jukebox repairman you know who comes out on a weird call i remember i uh had a jukebox i scored an old wurlitzer uh uh it was called the wurlitzer uh zodiac and it came out in like 19 the early 70s uh during the time of the zodiac killer in san francisco and the cat i was buying it from was uh you know apparently his mother had owned it or something and she had picked it up because uh i guess like the bars at the time uh were uh, Wurlitzer put a recall on it because you know it uh it had some bad juju on it or whatever you know like it was scaring people cuz there was this this infamous murder leaving these like weird you know cryptic messages with the newspapers and stuff and he was like you know predicting his murders and then they would find crazy shit i don't know it's an interesting story but it's crazy how like the Wurlitzer fits into that you know anyways like yeah like uh i um you know i called a guy to come fix it and uh he came out and man this guy must have been pushing 90 years old you know it was his thing he barely wanted to work on him anymore in fact he came out he was hilarious he was just like i'm charging you for this you know he didn't give a fuck man like whether he could fix it or not i paid him $200 to tell me that it wasn't worth fixing it was hilarious and i was like all right so to repair it you want 4 grand but to buy like a working sedu one of his that he had he wanted like 750 for it if i needed a jukebox i should have probably just bought the sedu anyways he was just a trip man like you know you could tell that he just did like become you know that like the guy the t- the fixer you know the guy who like works on like 
old shit, like stuff, you know, nobody really cares about anymore. It's like lost in the, you know, in the like great wake of technology and, you know, the movement forward. I don't know. It's, uh, I guess that's why I do it. Who knows, man? Maybe I'm going to be one of those guys. I don't fucking know. I, I don't feel like I could, but I definitely, you know, it's probably bound to happen. Uh, but I don't know. It's a, it's a weird, it's a weird state to, uh, become that. Um, well, anyways, I'm going to stop jabbering. I'm going to go, uh, find some records. We're going to do a little radio show tonight. Hopefully we'll have some new stuff for you. So anyways, uh, if you're listening, thanks for tuning in. And, uh, if you hear this later, uh, I guess remember that like time is kind of like fucking really flexible. And although in this dimension, it's sort of like just moves forward. And, uh, the more you stick on the like, you know, five, five day work week, the faster time goes and you, it slips by you. But I don't know. I think there's a point when that becomes less important and time can be more flexible or something. I don't know. It's all bullshit. Anyways, uh, we'll talk at you again. This is, uh, Captain T-Bone Short and, uh, We'll, uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right, thanks.